Thank you guys so much for tuning in for that uh, weird deep dive into nyctalophobia. Scott, what are your thoughts? It's a little cold in here, but it, it just harkens me back to my Harry Potter days with that, uh, that good old Dumbledore who said, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Hey, everybody. Welcome to There's a Sub for That, the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Scott. And I'm your other host, Willie. Join us as we explore the rabbit hole that is Reddit. From made me smile to facepalm and idiots in cars to humans being bros, we're going to deep dive into the most popular page on the internet. Are you ready? to start this episode just talking a little bit about what happened last week so last week there was no show uh there was there was scott and i recorded an episode and after editing it really after recording it we both felt like it just wasn't up to the quality we thought it would be wasn't up to snuff with the high standards we've decided to hold ourselves to truthfully though it was just more of a depressing episode last week i don't think there was a lot of content that we felt positive about it was it was pretty bland pretty bleak and kind of felt like a downer we didn't want to bore you scott uh tell me about what's going on this week on reddit do you want to start out with something good or something not as great i'll give you a choice give me some give me some good news all right some good news is fill me up really with with some good some just fill me up real good this week it was mother's day Willie, what'd you do to celebrate? Fucked my... <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> That's no. right. You watched me having sex with your mom. <laughs> no, I, I called my mom. I uh, wished her a happy, happy Mother's Day. Called my, called my sister. Wished her a happy Mother's Day. That was about it. I, I kind of relaxed. I streamed, but I did social distancing at its best. Yeah. I sent my mom flowers and I FaceTimed with my family. It was good, you know. Different than other Mother's Days, but at least I got to see them and spend some time with them. Mm. So the San Diego Padres have this history. Are you familiar with the San Diego Padres? They are a sports team. Oh, yeah. Sports ball. They, they play all the balls. They play with the balls. Yeah. They're the, the men with, that got wood. They're slapping. Yeah. A lot of sticks. Anyway. They, they love to have boys that handle their wood, right? Some might yeah. call them a bat boy. So anyway, they have this history of changing their name from the San Diego Padres to the San Diego Madres every single year. I know this story. Are you telling me that they do this every year? Or at least on Reddit they do. Okay. Because this gets posted every single year. So they changed their Twitter handle to at Madres instead of at Padres. And somebody instantaneously swooped in and switched their Twitter handle to at Padres. This was from our Mad Lads this week. So you can imagine the kerfuffle I'm sure they had to go through to get this back. That's, that's not cheap. I, I read this article and I think it was a kid, right? It wasn't this year. I think it was last year. Yeah, it happened last year. Either way, this, this kid is a saint because how much do you think the Padres paid him for that? I don't know if they actually did pay him. If you read a little bit deeper, uh, Twitter was supposed to be kind of like partnering with the Padres on this. Okay. 
they were supposed to block at Padres from being able to be chosen. Oh, so they fucked up. Yeah. But this kid was just sitting there waiting to swoop in. And he 360 no-scoped the shit out of the Padres. <laughs> well, I, I find that whole aspect of the internet really fucking weird. Like the idea that if Google doesn't renew their ownership of Google.com, did you see that? That was posted in there that in one of the I, comments. Yeah. That somebody went and grabbed it because they didn't renew their lease on the ownership of their own damn website. I technically host my personal website through Google domains. So the fact that like theirs isn't set to auto renew either is super bizarre. How much do you think you have to pay one person that once a year you need to go in and buy it? And also, why is it something that you have to do, renew every year? If you're a company like that, can't you just say like, take my money for the next decade, here you go, and don't renew this? Especially if you're a company that hosts domain names and registration like that, right? Right. The founders of Google, when they first started, were like, oh yeah, the, the other owner will renew it. Don't worry. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, they just scoffed it off onto somebody else. The, the guy that bought Google.com, he ended up saying, I will give it back for, I think it was like $250,000 to a, to like a, a charity of his choice. And like a couple of other tiny little things, Google ended up like quadrupling that to donate money. No, no, no. Not that much. Not that much. Was it? It was money. They offered him uh, $6,006.13, which spells Google. Google. Okay. That's the number. Yep. And when they found out that he didn't want the money, he wanted to donate to charity. They doubled it. There you go. A, a little bit less extravagant than I thought, but still, it's a nice concept and they have more that money than they can shit out their pants. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what about you? What did you find out this week? Oh God. I, I went down the, the rabbit hole in Ask Reddits and sometimes they just pose some really fun uh, questions. So you're about to become 40 years old. Not for several years, but Okay, so are you. Just round hopefully. up, round up. But on average, we're either all just having turned 40 or we're about to be 40. I'm closer to 40 than I am to 20. Thanks, Willie. You're welcome. Just think about that for a minute, Scott. In all fairness, I cried when I turned 30. I hated it. It was the worst year of my life. No, so th this, ask, <laughs> this Ask Reddit post said, people who are 40 plus and happy with their life, what advice would you give to people in their 20s? Were they all rich people? <laughs> they're happy, Scott. Of course they're rich. Okay. What did they say? Well, I'm curious what you would say. Oh, what would I tell my 20-year-old self? Yeah. I know exactly what I'd tell him. Get your ass to the gym and do everything in your power to convince your parents to take out that loan and buy all that stock you were absolutely sure of and sure as shit hit, <laughs> including Google.com, a little company. At uh the time... They were just a big search engine and hadn't split off into the alphabet conglomerate that they are today. But I would have several hundred thousand more dollars than I do right now if I had just taken out a $10,000 loan when I was 20. I remember when I was in college. So this would have been around 20. People saying invest now because it will matter in the future. And I chose to say like, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. I was so wrong. Even now, thinking about it, if I were to have invested that money early... I don't care how many Starbucks it would have cost me. I don't care how many meals out. I would be in such a better position in my life. Yeah, everybody would. The top two comments I, I think are really on point though. So the first comment says, when I was 22, an older gentleman asked me how old I was and then told me, 
When you are twice that age, you'll be twice the man you are today. I almost considered it a slight in that moment, but time has proven him wise. Here I am, twice the age, and in my humble estimation, twice the man that I was then. I believe this chiefly because I have learned that kindness is not a weakness. Humility serves you better than pride, and cruelty is a fool's game. I would have to agree. If we look back to when we were 20, we were fucking idiots. I wore my hat sideways, Scott. I thought I was uh, this staunch conservative who wanted to do nothing but work in corporate America and make gobs of money and get a house right away and get a fancy car right away and just like settle down. But it took me at least a minimum six more years to figure out that I wasn't that person. And then I changed several times before I even turned 30. Yeah. So to... To think that I knew what the hell I was doing at 20 years old? No way. I I have one more, which will hit home for you and I today. Because you and I have talked about this off show. You're going to ask me out? No, just butt stuff. It says be into butt stuff. (laughs) 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 No, it says uh, take care of your teeth. This is the only set you're ever going to have. And you don't want to neglect them and mess them up like I did. I've got a crap ton of fillings which don't last forever and need replacement. A filling isn't as good as the real thing, and filled teeth can break, requiring crowns. I have two. It sucks. Brush and floss thoroughly every single day without exception. Hell, get an electric toothbrush. See the dentist regularly. Ditch the sugary drinks. I mean, it's hard to argue with that one, right? Like, it's kind of just a basic, everybody should know this. I would go back even further and tell, like, my five-year-old self, and I'd shake my five-year-old self until he cried and shit himself. Brush your teeth. (laughs) We... We, you and I were planning on going to the dentist together in moral support because I I think I speak on behalf of both of us when I say I'm terrified to go back to the dentist. Yeah, I didn't have any, I would say, great dentist experiences growing up and it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. No pun intended. I've had really good healthy teeth, but like most people, I don't floss every single year and... (laughs) It's just something that, you know, I know I need to do more of. And this this was going to be my year where I was going to take advantage of my balls and go to the dentist. You have to go to your dentist to take care of your balls, Scott? I usually go see like an esthetician, somebody who's just going to whack some real good. I get the laser stuff. <laughs> would you Would you ever, honestly, would you ever get your balls waxed? Not after seeing 40-year-old virgin. I, I think, here's what goes through my head. I have never had a sexual partner in my life Who's ever been like, hey, man, you got to get rid of that hair on your nutsack. Well, I, on the other hand, Uh have heard from several people on several other podcasts where they're like, you know, you never want to get hair in your teeth. Right. So take take care of your take care of your junk. Well, you heard it from us. Our 30 year old advice to you, 20 somethings listening to the show is shave your nutsack. Go to the gym, brush your teeth, shave your nuts. Oh, and uh, on top of talking about nuts, do not whip them out for someone unless they consent to you whipping out your nutsack. Why why does that have to be a thing we even have to discuss? Otherwise, people will have thought you are crazy, but then they will clearly see your nuts. So speaking of being old, Willie, you've played video games before, right? Oh man, too much. Hey, humble shout out. I have streamed this last week 20 plus hours on my Twitch account. So go check me out. Link in the description of the show. And I have streamed about 20 gallons of urine. Ooh. Because I've been drinking a lot of water. 
Does it look like what I'm drinking or is it? No, thankfully mine is a lot clearer than that. Well, I'm drinking my own urine. Okay. Anyway, it is 15 years ago today that World of Warcraft gave us this gift called Leroy Jenkins. Are you familiar? Why would I not be familiar with Leroy Jenkins? That's damn right. Everybody should be familiar with Leroy Jenkins. And if you're not, get on our fucking level. Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Oh, that's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, comes up. Ready, guys? Let's or... do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh my god, he just ran in. In our gaming, there is an entire thread on how, did you know it was a setup? I found out, I think, a decade later. So five years okay. ago. I was today years old that I found out this wasn't real. Really? Yeah. I just chose to believe it because it was an early meme on the internet. I laughed aloud. I shared it with my friends. And then like all other memes, I immediately forgot about it. I think that post redefined what it means to be a gamer. 15 years ago was 2005. It was one of the first like online videos about gaming. And it created so much joy and fandom in the moment. And we got to remember in 2005, World of Warcraft was such a phenomenon. I remember friends that went to college that I thought were going to be the most successful people. We're going to make me just look like I was a, a big old bag of dicks. And these guys dropped out of college because all they could do is play this game. It's that addictive. Wow. Yeah, I never played it either. For me, all I did was redefine how I thought about peeing myself from laughing so hard. At this point, I was okay with it. But we're going we're gonna to link the post. If you haven't seen it, maybe one of the most iconic moments in gaming. So in just to, to set this up for those people who haven't, in World of Warcraft, before you go in to do a raid or a fight, a big battle, right, but with a big boss, you, you need to plan for it. And in the day, there was so much min-maxing going on. So... Does everybody have the right spells? Is everybody ready to do the right type of damage to the right type of things? You create this whole kind of list of plans. And this fucking guy just runs in and fucks with the whole thing that they've probably spent weeks or months planning. They, they were all grinding to get up to the right level to make sure they had the right armor, the right spells to take down. In that type of in situation, you need support characters who will like heal people who are hurt. And this guy was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just go. <laughs> Scott, I want to talk a little bit about some of the, the more challenging things that we're going through right now. Okay. I think it's only fair that on this show we address the, the more frustrating things in the world. We're, we're going to talk about some of them in a little bit. One of the things that has been so fun for me to watch has been that there has been this outcry of companies recently that just don't put up with the shit that angry people like the Karens of the world bring. Have you noticed that recently? You said the K word. <gasps> oh, so yes. this, this person posted on Facebook, which neither you nor I are on Facebook anymore, which in all fairness, I don't think anybody should be. Uh, that's probably something I would also tell my 20 year old self is don't fuck with this shit. Just get rid of it as quickly as possible. Yep. Any place that can create an echo chamber of opinions without the ability to have both sides of an argument, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Reddit doesn't do that, do they? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. 
So this person, her name is Sharon. She makes a post at Costco and it says, I will not shop at Costco until you remove your mandatory mask rule. Costco replied to them and Costco said, thank you for taking such a brave stance, Sharon. We look forward to the documentary they will make about you someday. Now, I could have swore that I read a little bit more about that post. It goes on. Jack replied, not a very professional response, Costco. Looks like I will be getting my membership refunded myself. It should be a choice. Do you know what Costco said back to them? What? We've chosen not to refund you. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen something like this in so many ways. People boycotting companies for whatever reason, specifically around this mask thing. And uh, I like these woke companies going out of their way to respond. The people that run these accounts, though, you have to understand, like, they're not going to be <laughs> the the age of the person who's complaining, who's going to be used to having to deal with these types of people. No, these are probably millennial or Gen Zs who are just like, I don't care. 20, 30 somethings, right? Yeah, they are going to care more about people and humans than one person's opinion. I, I think we need to get into a world where that's okay, though. I hope that on, on the outset of everything that we're going through, you have more of these companies standing up for people who are misinterpreting something or are feeling like they need to voice such a negative, super biased opinion. And I would prefer a world where companies were more outspoken in this way. I've seen a lot of people kind of attribute it to like complaining about wearing a mask while shopping in a public place is like complaining about wearing a seatbelt while driving a car. It's the same exact thing. It's meant to protect yourself and others. I went to the grocery store a couple of days ago and there were these two guys standing behind me. I'm I'm wearing a mask. I have headphones on, but I'm still, I'm wearing a mask and they're making fun of me. They're laughing about me, Scott. What were they saying? They, They were saying just like those snide little comments that you'd expect, like, get over it. It's not a big deal. Why would somebody do this? You look ridiculous. These comments, like their opinion matters to the rest of the world. Do you think that's kind of like a generational thing too, where because of these places like Facebook, for example, where you're just able to say whatever the hell you want and not necessarily face repercussions, it gives people the thought that they have the right to express those opinions out loud and that people will care. This has been something I've been grappling with uh, the last two weeks. I don't know why it's been so frustrating for me. When you grew up, did you hear the phrase, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all? Yeah, because I watched Bambi. My parents were the ones that taught me that. Did you also hear, don't speak unless spoken to? Yeah. Have you heard yeah. Have you heard that phrase before? I've heard it, but it wasn't like used necessarily. That's kind of a thud, authoritarian. <laughs> that, that was something my parents said. They, they would say okay. like, hey, we're going in to go talk to like your grandparents or we're going to go do this. Don't speak unless spoken to. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. They taught me respect. They taught me uh, this idea that you need to think about the opinions of another person. Think about the beliefs of another person and take them into consideration to, to the things that you're doing. And Yeah, I was definitely taught that way. Like my parents had several sit-downs with me because I was a unruly child. So I had to learn a lot of things the hard way, but my parents would always sit me down and teach me the lesson behind my stupidity. <laughs> so these, like, these lessons are important, Scott. We're learning these lessons growing up. What happened to that same generation, the generation that taught us all of these points, that now 
they're the ones that are so outspoken to go against the grain on what they're saying. Yeah, it's true. It's, I mean, a lot of people change, right? Like I was saying before, I changed several times in uh, a decade of my life, in the learning period of, I guess, growing up or my younger years. And you know, people are living longer. Divorce rates are still high. So maybe people just change decade by decade. And sometimes it's for the better and sometimes it's not. If I can find the post, I'll, I'll try to share it with you. But it, it might have been from Vox Media. They shared this video that talked about as you get older, what's the science behind why somebody might go from a Democrat or more liberal in nature in their 20s and 30s? And then as they get into their 60s and 70s, why do they convert to these like staunch Republicans? As humans, when we get older, we tend to we, we want to push our agenda the ideologies that we have forward. And that's how we've survived for so long. And we're starting to see that from our parents' age. They're saying, I want to make America great again. Like when I was a kid, when if the biology wasn't pushing them to do that, when they grew up, there was so much change that happened between their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s that they're not seeing that anymore. They're looking back, idealizing their their past life when really it was like, their now life is where they're seeing their best. You could spend hours, probably days at length, talking about what changed between our parents growing up, raising us to the point where they're now in retirement age. And we are kind of where they were when they had us. But, you know, I don't have kids right now. Willie, do you? No plans. Did your parents have you at this age? Let's see, I'm 33 years old. I would have been... Seven years old. Your sister's older than you, right? Yep. So at this point in our life, if we were to be living exactly like our parents, we'd have several kids of our own. Right. But everything changed. Inflation changed. Housing prices changed. Raises changed. We don't have pensions. We have 401ks. Like If you do any research into this history, it's kind of sad and bleak. So we just don't have the opportunities or at least the same opportunities. We would just had to have adapted and grinded our way to a different path, if you will, to the to get or achieve the lifestyle that our parents had when they were our age. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Willie, it's getting so bad out there that the creator of Black Mirror says the world is too bleak right now for season six to happen. This is an R, not the onion. That's ridiculous. I mean, people are just admitting that 2020 is better than anything that anybody could have thought of in terms of bleakness and it being a dire situation that they're like, yeah, we're going to stop making horror movies right now. It's just, I can't take any more. Let, let's not forget, Black Mirror is a show that explores these like crazy futuristic concepts in most situations that just fuck with your mind. Like, uh, I remember the very first episode of Black Mirror I watched this. The very first episode I watched was one where uh, when a kid is growing up, they install this thing so that parents can watch what the kid sees. And through the, the AI system, they can control certain things so they can put a filter on pornography. They can beep certain words. Well, this kid ends up breaking through that. And by the end of it, it's this control, this idea of like what? type of control do parents have? And are you overcoming the time when your kids 
become not in your control doing their own thing? Or are you like, are you letting them live their life? And it, and it ends up with like the kid killing themselves. We're talking oh. about that show saying not it's too bleak. Yeah. Every single episode that I've watched, maybe Sans one always left me feeling like drained and just sad. And I'm like, why do I keep watching this show? But things weren't as bad as they are now. You can literally fling open your window and see Black Mirror going on in real life right now. Oh, all the time. Over every news story, every Twitter, Instagram post has some sort of element of like, is that really fucking real? Is this really a thing that we're doing today? It just brings me back to something that's happening in the news right now. Did you see, now this is a post on next fucking level, but this is all over the internet. You know the story of uh, Amud Aubrey. Yeah. Can you Fuck. can you just kind of fill the audience in? The story from my perspective was going onto Reddit and seeing a NSFW tag on our videos. And it was a dash cam that looked like somebody was jogging. And the next thing you know, there was this truck that kind of like swerves in front of him. The the truck was driving in front of him and these this guy gets out and starts attacking him, the guy who's jogging, and it looks like they're struggling over a gun and then the jogger gets shot and he falls to the ground and that's where the video stops. In, in all like, fairness, I'm not going to link that video. You can go find it on your uh, on your own. There's, yeah. there's very few things I think that we should draw the line on on this show. One, I'm not going to link to something where somebody is like being assaulted or injured. So I asked myself, I'm like, what? what the hell did I just watch? Like, when when did this happen? And as it turns out, it happened like a couple weeks ago, but nobody was talking about it. So once this video was leaked by, I think it was a lawyer. Yeah, it was, it was Aubrey's lawyer. Yeah. Suddenly the world takes notice and finds out that this dude deemed to be straight up murdered by two racist people for no reason. The thing that I think was most disturbing about this, one, Anytime there's like a hate crime, even obvious or not, I think there needs to be justice. And the reason this got so much publicity is because there was being no, there, no justice was being served. So the people that were uh, in charge of this case were saying, oh, it was just two people protecting their neighborhood from somebody who was a supposed uh, thief. Right. So they they created this agenda this believable agenda that here they are, they're trying to protect their neighborhood. They're, they're vigilantes, if you will. These guy, this guy is running around the neighborhood trying to steal. The dude's out for a damn walk. And the amount of posts and, and information that this brought to light was so interesting. So this video that, that I'm going to link to from our next fucking level, this man jogged two miles through his neighborhood Carrying a television, no shirt on, a backwards cap, um, trying to look like a suspect who committed a robbery, and nothing happened. He says in the post, neighbors waved hello to him as he jogged. And the difference? The difference. The man's white. Yeah, the I, I saw this morning on Twitter, oh, maybe it was Reddit, but the Black Panthers showed up in that town. And for people who are unfamiliar, the Black Panthers were formed... I believe, for when the local authorities would not stand up and protect people of color. And so it's been a long time since the Black Panthers have ever had to rally around something. Or maybe it hasn't been that long, but still, 
this is one of those moments. There was all that talk about how the local authorities did nothing when those cosplay Second Amendment activists showed up in Michigan and were like screaming in police face and bringing guns inside the Capitol building. Wearing body armor. And the police did nothing. And so now this town has a large contingent of people of color doing the same thing, but for what's arguably a more justified reason. Yeah. And versus like, I want to go back to work and not wear masks. Right. And hopefully all this attention that it's getting brings justice of some sort to this case because on paper, it looks pretty open and shut. It's, it's fucking ridiculous that we're still arguing about people's worth based on the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. All right. So just so we don't end the episode on that very angry note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it back here a little bit, Willie. I'm going to slide us back to the more calm, peaceful, respectful side of Reddit to end the show. Okay. Is that okay? Yes, please. Right. You and I probably have a big fan boner for the franchise Harry Potter. Is that correct? Scott, do you... Uh, I have a Harry Potter tattoo over my entire forearm. That's right. Is that Harry's penis? It, that- it is his penis. It's very circular in nature. No, it's Sirius Black's wand, also known as his dick stick. <laughs> in the movie, you know the story then. But in the movies, do you remember how Harry Potter was created, so to speak? His mom and his dad fucked each other. That's correct. But then somebody who shall not be named came in and tried to straight up murk him. But he was saved by what? Ooh, his mom's love. That's correct. This is a good quiz. If you want to quiz me on Harry Potter, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to beat this shit out of this. All right. Like a 50-year-old husband. Okay. Anyway. to say, like uh, a 1950s husband. Oh, I get it. That's terrible. So (laughs) on our wholesome memes, you are correct for the first part. Harry Potter was saved by a mother with love. And it shows Harry Potter's mom about to die, which is kind of creepy. Yep. And the wand pointed at Harry Potter's face. Baby Harry Potter. Then there are four more panels with the last one saying more than once because the next four show Ron's mom taking in Harry, watching over him, protecting him until he was old enough to be detected by the Death Eaters. And then the last one is Malfoy's mom. Yeah! She saves his ass too. So three moms came together. Hold on, who are the three moms? Hold on. So I, we have Harry's mom, obviously. Ron's mom. Yep. And Draco's mom. Damn. So it really does take a village to raise a child. Thank you to all the moms out there for all that you do, all that you've done, and all that you continue to do. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Tune in next week when we discuss the subreddit, Forwards from Grandma. Aw, look, I got a forward from my grandma. Hey, Snoo God, can you tell me what that's all about? Of course I can, Scott. Forwards from grandma? Who says email is dead? They obviously haven't seen your grandma at work. Forwards, much like your mima, never really seem to die. Maybe it is all of those cigarettes keeping the sub alive. Don't forget to write, sweetie. All right, I'm just going to see there's no title. I'm just going to click on this link and oh my God! (laughs) 